Hey everybody, welcome to Tara and Andrew vs. the Scarecrow Video Movie Guide. I'm Tara. I'm Andrew. And this is our 2020 Halloween special. Uh, we have decided this year what we're doing is watching every single iteration of the Ring movies from every country, every prequel, every sequel. We got you. It's it's unlock. We got it covered. Yep. Don't worry. Don't even worry. Don't even worry. <laughs> um, yeah, and the reason we decided to do the Ring uh, series <laughs> is because when I was trying to post a little like, heads up that we had new episodes coming out, I thought, oh, I'll just use an image from the Ring. And uh, then I'll just put, like, seven days, because the episodes were going to start coming out in seven days' time, and uh, did not really think about how that might imply that we were going to be doing an episode about the Ring movies, and our our fan base was just totally mystified, like, oh, they're doing the Ring movies, by which I mean one guy. I one guy, one person. Was thought that we were doing the Ring movies, yeah. possibly. Uh, and I'm like, well... As soon as I posted it, I knew that that was probably going to happen. I'm like, oh, that seems like that could be the kind of thing that would be easily misconstrued. And sure enough, it was. So here we are. So here we are to, to make up for that. <laughs> to make up for it. Well, you know, we, we last year uh, for Christmas, we did all the Saw movies. And I have to say, I am expecting this to go a lot better yes, than yes. that did. I... Sure. There were several very so. good movies. Yeah. At least in this batch. So there's, there's at least two at bare minimum yeah. very good movies, which is two more than the Saw franchise had. For sure. So So we're we're gonna start off with Ring Zero, Ringo, uh, here in a second. But then we'll be doing the trilogy, not really trilogy, but the the first uh iterations of the series, like the Japanese version, Ringo, The Ring from America, and then Ring Virus from Korea. That'll be, we'll watch all those in one go and then come back and talk about them. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of group the movies like that and uh, come back with our thoughts after each little grouping. I'll let you know what we thought. Yeah. Obviously, we've seen several of these movies, so um, some of them... Some versions, it's been quite a while, or, you know, maybe I've only seen once, and I'm sure there are some sequels that we've not seen, either of us, so. Yeah, and there's uh, 14. Yeah. Or, or th- 13 or 14, I can't really tell from this thing, because it doesn't li- lay them all out clearly, the mm. Wikipedia page for the Ring franchise, but there's like eight... We're going double digits, baby. Yeah, there's eight Japanese movies, there's the Ring virus from Korea, and then there's three... So, three in America. Three in America. Oh, so twelve. Okay, that's that's better. doable. <laughs> it's still half again as many as uh, we did for the Saw franchise, but <laughs> right. it, it feels uh, infinitely more doable than it. It's the Saw a lot movies. more palatable. <laughs> yeah, Defin- yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, first up, Ring Zero. Uh, we'll be back soon. After this, we'll be back after this musical interlude. One down, 11 to go. Ringo. Ring zero. Ring zero. 
Not too good. Not great. Not great, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Really fucking confusing. Yeah. We. Uh. We're both watching. I'd say like the first three quarters of the movie in silence, assuming yeah. that the other one knew what was going on. I, I think. I, mm, I wouldn't say I, just, I assumed that either of us knew what was going okay, on. Okay. Well. But maybe you assumed I knew what was going on. I thought on you might I was have. Silent. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I, I, I t- took your silence for comprehension. Oh, uh, my silence was uh, due to puzzling. Yeah. Okay. Me. Me too. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was even happening and yeah. like how this relates to any of the actual ring stories right so like apart from very very minimal minimal uh ties yeah ringu was you know not necessarily convoluted but it was complicated enough to uh, like keep you guessing like not really right able to predict what was going on necessarily yeah and i think you know and What's always been tough for me with that, with with Ringo in particular, is just um, how much of it plays on just Japanese mythology or mm-hmm. cultural understandings um, that we might not be aware of. And, you know, w- in terms of um, trying to figure out what the heck's ga- going on and, and the mysteries and the convolutedness or whatever um, of that movie... I just, a lot of it seems just cultural knowledge that we don't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. But this is not like that at all. It's just convoluted. Yeah. It's just a mess. Right. And never really makes sense. Like, there's there's so many things that are happening. And some things just, a lot of it, a lot of it's unexplained or, or, or very, very flimsily explained away. Yeah. There's two Sadakos, apparently. Yeah, did you know there are two Sadakos? That there was one Sadako and it split into two? And they, they each represented one of the parents. So, what? Yeah, and and the, quote, evil one that resembled her actual father was being imprisoned in an attic by the doctor that Sadako and her mom lived with and being fed drugs to not grow? Because that works. Yeah, it's... What? Then they come within close proximity to one another and they merge back together. And in this whole theater troupe, there's a theater troupe involved, by the way. Uh, Sadako gets involved with a theater troupe. And who cares? Because they lie. There's there's like no tension in this movie at all, I would say. Very, very minimal tension, if any. Yeah. And yeah, so it's it's so weird. Like, you don't even really understand, but this is also fucked up. Like, Sadako, the quote, 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 unquote, one that takes after her mother, the one that we follow for the majority of the movie, joins the theater troupe, and apparently it's because her doctor said she should try it to help her get rid of the nightmares and visions she's having? Like, what doctor ever says, like, <laughs> get you know into what? Theater. I'm, I'm giving you these pills, but also, let's try let's try some drama. Have we tried <laughs> yeah. drama yet? Yeah. <laughs> what? Look, putting on a play is difficult enough to begin with, I'm sure. You don't need somebody who has ghosts, ghostly... Apparitions. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Are we going to try to kind of describe the plot? 
Well, in any any way to yeah. like try to relate it yeah, yeah, to the ahead. next ones. Sure. So I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit more about if you're not familiar with Ringu or just in general the 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 mythology around it um about this girl who's kind of cursed. So to try to summarize the, the things that connect Ring 0 to Ringu and theoretically the rest of the series um there's a girl named Sadako who wears a white dress and has long hair, and people get spooked to death. And there is a well. At the end of the movie, Sadako is pushed into a well by her father, uh, so that all rings true. Um, the fact that her mother had psychic powers that Sadako inherited, that also is a that also happens in Ringu. So that's about it. Yeah, like the most elemental plot points are there, but then it just kind of goes off the rails. I mean, why are we still... I mean, like I said, like there's there's no urgency with, with Ringu. You know, you've got the seven days before these people die from this cursed videotape, and so there is this pressing urgency driving the plot forward, but here we're just supposed to be scared by what's kind of a pretty bland ghost story. Yeah. And, and it's not really clear why everybody's afraid of her, apart from the fact that she's quiet and yeah. keeps to herself. Right. And then, yeah, she sees apparitions, but I don't think everybody else necessarily knows that. Well, they're, they're suspicious of her because she took over after the original actress died, but, like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Not, not not too good. Yeah, not too good. And just, like, the way that they, they all, like, murder her, and then they're all just, like, staying there huffing, but, like, otherwise, like, blank-faced. Like, oh, yep, we just killed a 19-year-old girl. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, you'd have some reaction. Like, one person there would have reacted. So, yeah, Sadako dies multiple times in this. <laughs> it, ugh. The... Look, I mean, theater troops are well known for their murderous tendencies. Of probably just They've killed so many at this point. Yeah. They're just, like, blasé. Like, eh, another body. Add it to the chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> Score it. Ugh. Uh. Just, like, the weird the weird element of there being two Sadakos yeah. who split, and right. then they reunite at the end, and then they're, like, that brings back the Sadako that we were watching throughout the majority of the movie. She comes back to life. And I think, you know, I'm... I think my brain was getting it too intertwined with the American version of the ring because uh -huh. Samara in the US version of the ring is pretty young and Sadako, I guess, is? 19. 19? Yeah, yeah, so I, I guess I, I didn't really realize that. Oh. So, I don't think it's really conveyed in the well, first movie too well either. I mean, it's, it, they don't explicitly say how old Sadako was when she died in, in, in Ringu, but you can just... I think the the physical form of her, she's a lot taller than Samara was. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting when we see that, what you think. Yeah. Especially since we're going to be watching them back to back. Right. The, the differences. You know, the one thing that I really didn't like about this, too, is just... You're talking about the sense of urgency, and it's like the same with just the film in general. The pacing is so, so slow. Yeah. There is not really any scares whatsoever. You'd have to be very much like new to horror films, I think, to be 
scared at all yeah. by anything in this. Right. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty bland. Pretty pretty bland. Pretty bland, but also like really convoluted. Yeah. So <laughs> and then also very drawn out, and also doesn't explain much. So it's a, the worst of all worlds. The worst of all worlds all around. Huh. Uh, so yeah. Ringo. Do not recommend. Do not do not watch. Don't do watch. Not, don't watch. That's a don't watch. Not needed. It detracts from the actual story. Yeah. And fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, so next we're going to be watching the three iterations of the original Ringu. So obviously the Japanese version, the American version, the Ring, and then the Korean version, Ring Virus. Uh, so we'll see how those all compare to one another. And we will be back in a moment. Oh, hey, hey, uh, hey, everybody! We're back. We're back. We um, we've watched three. Count them. Three rings. Three rings. It's a three-ring circus. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to be able to come up with something clever on on the fly, on just on the spot like that, but no, no can't be done. Sorry. Just take back one of the rings. Yeah, two rings. Yeah, I, that's that's warranted. Yep. Ooh, fair enough. So, yeah, we watched uh, Ring, the original Ringu, I guess you would call it. Yeah. If uh, you were being a total nerd. And then we also watched the American version, The Ring. The Ring. <laughs> and we watched the Korean version, Ring Virus. Isn't it The Ring Virus? It might be The Ring Virus, yes. I think it is. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, all have similar elements. And I, I also, Tara had read the book a while ago. I read the book for the first time uh, just recently during the pr- process of watching these movies. We're taking our time with these ones first, we should say. Yeah, uh, we're not doing a saw. Not doing a saw where we watch eight movies over the span of three days. Um, like so a bad fever dream that weekend. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Bad idea, all around. <laughs> all around. Conceptually. Andrew's patented bad ideas. Ding! <laughs> Patent pending. Yeah. Really. But yeah, we're taking our time with these ones, which is especially good, I think, like for, for these three, because they all are pretty close to one another yeah in a lot of ways um it would have been easy to get burnt out and so i guess do you want to talk about the book a little bit first from what you can remember of it i don't how far are you into the book i'm only like three or four like four chapters five okay. chapters or whatever i'm not far in okay so i'm gonna have to rely on you a lot for the book okay that's because it's more fresh for you yeah um so, I also read the story that Ring Zero, Ringo, was based on, and I'll just say, that should not have been made into a movie. There's not enough there to turn a short story like that into a movie. It was fine within the confines of the book, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they didn't really have a lot to work with to flesh it out into a feature-length movie. The ending is very different in the the short story than it is from the movie. There's no chase through the woods or anything like that. But that's besides the point. Uh, Ring Zero, not good, as we already established yeah. previously. Yeah. Um, but um, Ring the Book, I mean, if you 
I've seen the movies. You've got the general plot of it. There's a reporter who has a relative, like a young relative, who dies mysteriously of a heart attack and then finds out that there are other uh, people connected to that relative, also young teenagers who have died of heart attacks, some of them at the exact, actually all of them at the exact same time. And then the main character uh, reporter investigates into this and finds out about this horrible, evil, cursed tape and Sadako or Samara, depending on which version you're watching. And then there's a a curse, a seven-day curse that they have that they need to try to figure out a way to lift the spell and um, or else they'll die. Mm -hmm. And a couple of things that first of all, I'll say that of the three movies, and this may be controversial, but I think The Ring, the American version, Mm -hmm. is the best. I agree. I agree. Uh, um, it, it strays pretty far from a lot of the stuff in the book. and But I think when you're having a cultural change of setting from Japan to America, that is kind of to be expected. So, um, yeah, it's the, the production value, obviously, is going to be better with it being a big budget Hollywood theoretically big budget, bigger budget Hollywood bigger budget. movie mm-hmm. um, compared to what could be made in Japan. But um, the issue I guess I had with Ringu is that it really skips over a lot of stuff. A lot. And uh, just, and there, there's a lot of stuff from the book that I think would not maybe necessarily translate super easily to the movie like the the um, whole thing with Sadako is that she is a hermaphrodite in the book and she can't reproduce and towards the end of the book she is raped by the last person who had been infected with smallpox in Japan and so the ring curse itself kind of is this psychic amalgamation of those two things of her inability to actually reproduce herself and of this virus that is dying out in Japan. And so they psychically somehow combine forces to become this curse, I guess. Yeah. It's the fastest way of trying to explain it. Yeah. Well, obviously she had psychic powers. Right. As well. Yeah. So, um, you know, and when she was alive and her mother did too. So that's, I think fairly consistent among all of the versions. Right. Um, to varying degrees, you, you know, they get into it more or less, but, um, but yeah. So Sadako, she uses her psychic powers to take these, like all these things and put it together and make this, basically make this curse that she, um, she's able to burn it into visuals. And right. then, like, that's the whole thing is like, the whole the whole thing is her reproducing this curse and like it has to spread yeah, as a virus. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't like Ringu as much either is because they don't really explain the tape very well because no. in the in the book it explains like in the book the, the description of the tape is like six pages and it, it sounds like it would be like fifteen minutes or at least mm-hmm. to watch, but then in the movie obviously they can't spend that much time who'd probably drive audiences. To, to tears out of boredom watching a weird tape. 
yeah. in the middle of a movie for 15 minutes. So it's understandable they'd have to cut it back a bit. But the the whole thing with the book is that the tape is something that Sadako kind of psychically projects. She We find out that she has this ability to project onto film. And that's kind of how people become aware of her psychic powers is she's she's casting these images onto film before she dies. And this tape that gets created is her kind of last last dying gasp of psychic power, burning it or doing a transmission that's being broadcast out onto television waves in kind of a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. And they don't really explain that very well in Ringu at all. Right. It's just... They don't explain that well at all. Like, there's... It creates, I think, more confusion than it clears up. Like, I, you know, some of the lines in it where it, it makes it sound like, okay, well, was she, like, was her mother in, in some sort of, like, cahoots with this sea demon? Like, what? Right. You know, there's just, like... It kind of like it's, it's hints an, at some things. It's not so much a sea. Well, it isn't. It's like uh, this. I guess the spirit of a monk. Like there, there's a statue that the Allied yeah. forces after World War II dump into the ocean, and Sadako's mother goes and retrieves it. Um, and when she pulls it up from the briny depths, she suddenly has all these psychic powers. Is right. Kind of how, it, how it becomes. And that, yeah, it's like they kind of touch on it in a in a way that's like super confusing. Like they don't, there's no tu- there's no discussion of the idol in the in the movie. Or, right. You know, it's just like Sadako's mother's cousin or whatever is uh, you know he talks about how she would like just sit and look at at the sea and how everybody considered the sea bad luck because there was you know yeah. there were fishermen and people would just go out trying to make a living and then they'd they die at sea um there's this whole expression um that's included in the tape and it's just like some of that stuff it's just not very it's not clear it's yeah i i have to say the one thing i i might give ringu over the i don't know it's hard which so out of the curse videos from the three films, which mm-hmm. do you think was the most unsettling? Because I kind of lean towards Ringu, like with with um, some of the imagery. I think is a bit more unsettling. I think the American version, the Ring, they I like they kind of explain stuff and it all kind of makes sense. But at, at the same time, it's all very, it's very kind of. Um, Cut and not cut and dry, but it's like kind of pristine. This like little package, like mm-hmm. oh look, here's the here's the ladder, and it's because she had to live in the top of this barn, and you know, like yeah, some of it's a little too on the nose, I think. Yeah, I personally, think but I'm trying to think back to the book. I feel like yeah, I mean, I think the ring virus. Yeah. has the best like in terms of being true to oh for sure the book's version of the tape the ring virus in a lot of ways pretty much the the ring virus is the closest to the book yeah um, out of out of the three movies absolutely um but it doesn't make for like a really compelling visual thing i think they, no. they it's it's kind of it's kind of it's not scary yeah it's, not, it's you know like okay yeah, yeah. 
I'm I'm torn because I think visually I think the other version in the ring is mm-hmm. the most compelling, but I would probably agree that the Ringu version of the tape is the balance, the the medium between yeah being unsettling and also being not like oh, hit you over the head. Yeah, yeah. Obvious with with what is it's getting. At. I think yeah. I think that you know again overall. The American in the Ring, I think, is the strongest out of the three movies, but, um, yeah, like, Ringu, I don't know, just some of the imagery, like, the writhing bodies, and, like, some of the stuff is just really interesting to me, mm-hmm. and it's it's less like someone took a video camera of something on a, on a set, like, a, you know, mm-hmm. versus... Like you're saying, you know, the whole thing is it's Sadako's sort of last psychic gasp. Like, the last energy release she puts out there. And it's kind of like her life flashing before her eyes, almost. Yeah, that's true. With the curse attached to it. Yep, yep. Like, look at all this shit I had to do. Like, go through and... And I, I think... I don't feel like Ringu really explains the tape very well. And that's one of the things that I I really liked about the book is that Mm -hmm. in the book, Ryuji, who is Asakawa, the main character's friend, in the book, Ryuji is fucking... Creep? Creep. It's implied through pretty much the entire book that he's a rapist. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, they're like, oh, no, actually, he wasn't a rapist. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, Maybe... Just don't include that if you're just gonna like hand wave yeah. that away. That's not necessarily. Do we want to explain who these people are, like Ryuji and Asakawa? Well, I mean, Asakawa is the protagonist. Yeah, Asakawa is the reporter. Right. And I think this is like the one major difference from all the movies is Asakawa is a man. Yeah. In, in the, the book. Right. And all the reporters in the three movie versions are all women. Right. And then there's there's always another person that gets pulled into things to help right. the reporter. Right. So in the book, it's Ryuji. And yep. Ringo, it's Ryuji, who is like a, a friend of Asakawa's from school, who is a really smart lecturer mm-hmm. um, at a college. And then in The Ring, it's the... I think Rachel's in, ex-husband or right. slash partner, ex-partner. And, and it's implied that in, the, in Ringo... Mm-hmm. Ryuji is also Asakawa's yep. uh, ex that she had the, the kid with. Yep. Um, and then in Ring Virus, it's just like some weird doctor yeah. guy who doesn't really have a connection to Asakawa, the Asakawa character at yeah. all. Um, so those are kind of the, the two main yeah. protagonists. Exactly. So you've got Sadako... And then Asakawa, Ryuji. We'll just refer to them, no matter, in, I guess, whatever version, yeah. as those names. Yeah. Um, just to try and keep it clear, because otherwise we could have, like, four sets of names, and it'd get... Yeah. It'd still be three, because the Ringu is... Ish- oh, yeah, she's named Asakawa. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's right. Um, but still. Yeah, yeah, just, so, even for the American version, we'll just refer to her as the Asakawa. Yep. The the universal character across all three films. Yep. Um, and 
Yeah, so in the book, Ryuji is a real creep, and you spend a lot of the book not liking him at all, and then he's kind of slightly redeemed at the very, very end of the book, and it's like, ah, Kuchi Suzuki, what were you doing with this character? I don't really know why you would make that, uh... Yeah, I don't really have anything to add to that, because it's been so long. Yeah, it's it's just weird. They, yeah. They go right out of the gate and say, oh, this guy's a rapist. Mm-hmm. And then it just is like, oh, this is that's his character trait. Or, like, one yeah. of his character traits for most of the book is what you're led to believe. Yeah. Maybe just, like, it's like, uh, actually, you know what? I can't have a rapist be, like, a central character in this <laughs> book. Uh, let, me just, uh, let, me, let me just backtrack a little bit on that. Who knows? Um, anyways, getting kind of way off the... The course. The, cor- the, the track, yeah. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, the, it's like out of all the three movies, the Ryuji character is kind of a creep mm-hmm. in the Ring Virus, mm-hmm. whereas he's just kind of more like aloof or whatever. You know, like there's obviously some sort of we used to be in a relationship and we're not tension mm-hmm. in Ringu and the Ring. Yeah. Yeah, and... But there's no, like, implication that the character is a creep. Right. A good good call on yeah. the part of the filmmakers. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the thing that I, I like um, about the Ring Virus is that they really stick with, like I said, that's pretty true to the book. And mm-hmm. so, the book, the reason they figure out that it's a, something that a person has made at all, this tape, the connection that they make is that they notice that there's these scenes that cuts between kind of surreal scenes and then real life scenes. So it alternates. And then during the, the real life scenes, there's like a black film that periodically interrupts the, the scenes like so many times over the course of a few minutes. And the Ryuji character is like, that is something that's happening at the same frequency with which like people blink their eyes. And so it leads me to believe that this is these real life scenes are something that a person actually had seen, were seeing through their eyes as they had seen it. And so that's a pretty pivotal thing in the book. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is an interesting concept. Like, it's such such a, a fascinating... I don't know. Like, yeah. It's, it's super interesting. Yeah. Just in the fact that you, you, they don't have that same you know, blinking thing during the surreal scenes because that's something that's taking place just in her head, not right. something that she'd actually seen. Yeah. So it's a really, really cool idea. It's, yeah, very, very clever concept. <clears throat> Do we want to explain, like, how it ends? Because we're obviously going to go into, we're going to be watching sequels and stuff. Like, we need to explain. Or just, like, we can touch on really briefly the plot aspects of what happens. You know, yeah. you, you gave, like, the introductory, like, blah, 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 and there's this character, and they made a... Yeah, I mean, if you want to... Okay. Um, so, so uh, you know, Andrew did a really good job introducing, like, what we're doing with, with these movies and the book in, in general. So we've got this reporter character um, researching into why these four young people died simultaneously. Like, there's obviously something funky here. And I might have a good story or, and, or also help grieving family members figure out what happened to their kid. Right. So, um, they go in the, in the quest of researching Asakawa character, 
sees the curse video. Um, and then they're like, oh shit, I've got seven days to figure out what the heck's going on here. And how do I break the curse? And so in the process of trying to investigate this video, where it comes from, how you, how you save yourself from dying after seven days. They rope the Ryuji character. The Ryuji char- yeah, the Ryuji character um, is asked to help. And so the Ryuji character sees the video as well. And um, then they're kind of like, they go about trying to figure out what the, what the deal is. And so generally they all go to where um, Sadako lived and kind of talk to people around there, you know, either, either family members or community, community members and try and get what they can. Everybody, um, like people obviously don't really want to have anything to do with it mm-hmm. <laughs> in all cases. Like obviously shit was bad and, and, and they just would rather forget that they ever knew Sadako or any of this, like anybody, whatever. I don't remember in the book. Does Asakawa in the book have a kid that yeah. sees it? So in, in the book, Asakawa is, like like we said, the book version of Asakawa is a dude, and he's married, and he has a daughter. Like okay. an infant daughter. I think she's, she might be like one or something. And she sees the yeah the video. Right, so that's the other thing. And, and across all of the versions, the the kid sees the video in one form or another. Like yep. it's, it's kind of funny in the book, because Ryuji goes over to Asakawa's place, and they're watching the tape and then his wife comes in and they accordingly shut it off and it's like oh were you guys watching porn together (laughs) Uh, and then then they for some reason leave the tape there and she's like like, well i want to see what they were looking at and so she watched that's how she watches the tape because she's curious at what they've been looking at yeah she has the kid with her when she plays the tape of course yeah um and then yeah and then so like in ringu the kid in that version watches the tape because the ghost of Asakawa's niece, his cousin, mm-hmm. tells him to watch it. I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. Make sense, no. Yeah. Uh, and I think the same thing happens in the Ring Virus as well. Right? Yeah. And uh in the American version, the ring, he um Asakawa's kid watches the video because He's bored. He just, he's like, he couldn't go to sleep, I think yeah. is what he says, and so he just watched this thing. Yeah, like, so he just watches this thing. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's dumb, yeah. but at least it's not tying it like a but ghost. But then it's just, at the same time, like, but, like, in one of the versions, the Ryuji character and then the child both have, like, psychic abilities to some degree. In The Ring, the kid is drawing creepy pictures. Well, yeah, but then he's and he's also like talking to Samara, or like she's telling him things. I don't know that it's ever really explicitly said that he's talking to Samara, though. Like, he, yeah, no, no, no. He's, it's like, well, not that he's talking to her, but like she tells him stuff and shows him things. Mm. Yeah, I guess so because he does know that she wasn't supposed to let her out at the right. end. Right? Yeah. Like, no, you're not supposed to help her. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's there, but it's not, like, a... They don't make a lot of it. No. Yeah. But, um... So, there's the investigation, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, they realize... So, eventually, at some point, one of the kids sees 
the kid sees the video. And so there's this extra urgency, like, we really have to solve this shit now. <laughs> because we can't let the kid die. Right. Like, that's the critical thing for the Asakawa character across all the versions. So eventually they realize, okay, well, where did where was this video first seen? And it's not where Sadako lived. lived. And so they eventually realize, oh shit, it's at this whatever place in all versions. Like I think It's like a cabin. It's a or cabin a, or a or a hotel. hotel. Yeah. Something like that. And there is a well underneath. Right. And um, so like this building, this structure, whether it's a cabin or a hotel has been built over or is hiding a well that um, Sadako was was thrown into and she was alive and and died in this well. Right. Um, so in all cases, the Asakawa character and Ryuji go and they they discover the well and they all go in and, and discover... Sadako's corpse, right? Right. And they think, oh, well, I, I found I found Sadako. I know what happened to her. You know, we've broken her curse. We've broken freed her curse. from the, like, she was trapped in a dark enclosed space with water. And we've freed her from that. So we she's, freed her from that. Her spirit is free now. Her spirit is free. She just wanted people to know. Yeah. This is what happened to her. Done. Yeah. Curse over. Uh... Not so dingbats. <laughs> and uh, so the Ryuji character... I don't, I don't want to call them dingbats necessarily. It's a reasonable <laughs> assumption to make. Knowing what you well, know. Well, in, in horror, like in horror lore, for sure. If you look at legends and ghost stories, like it's always... Oh, they, they then they found out... They found the corpse that was hidden in the house and then the haunting stopped. Because yep. the... The ghost was happy. Yeah. Was like, yeah, I got a proper burial. That's not a And it probably is like some Christian bullshit behind that. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Whatever. Anyhow, not Sadako. No, 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 no. You'd be dead wrong. <laughs> you'd be you'd be a Ryuji. Yep. Uh, the Ryuji. You'd be the Ryuji. Who, who, um, so the Asakawa character is like, okay, I made it past seven days when we find the corpse. Curse Done. lifted. Yeah. Done. Go about our lives. And then, oh shit, Sadako comes and kills Ryuji. And then Asakawa's like, oh, fuck me. Oh, no. What did I do that oh, Ryuji didn't no. do? Trying to figure it out. And then they all realize, oh, we made the copy of the tape. And that's why I was okay. And yeah. the Ryuji wasn't. Because I'm spreading it. Yeah. I'm spreading the virus. Right. And and so all the movies end with the Asakawa character taking the kid off to A make, their, <laughs> make the grandparent watch the tape. Like, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's the end. The end. For, for all the movies yep. in the book. Setting that up. Like, okay, well, they are still in trouble, but they know what needs to be done, and it's grim what they have to do but at least yeah. they themselves will be out of harm's way i know we didn't touch on the ring virus much but the one thing i thought was really funny with the ending is uh the asakawa character she puts on like really vampy makeup uh-huh. as she's preparing to take the child to go to the grandparents 
like, she's, you know, fairly natural makeup the whole movie, and then, like, all of a sudden she puts on this, like, dark red lipstick and, like, black eyeshadow. <laughs> and it's like, all right, mom, <laughs> you're gonna watch this fucking cursed video. <laughs> yeah, I, I must not have really noticed that. But <laughs> it really stood out to me, and I, I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, just something about that struck me as really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, hi, Arthur. Oh, hi, Arthur. Arthur, do you have thoughts on Ringu? Arthur Cat? Ring virus? The ring. The ring. No thoughts? Okay. Yeah, so, uh, I think from here on out, things are gonna start to, to really diverge into very different territories. Yeah, so a couple things I did want to touch on here. Yeah. Um... The with Ringu, that doesn't make any sense for the kid to watch the tape because the kid's like, "Oh, the ghost told me to watch it." The ghost of my cousin, I'm like, no, why? Why would the ghost of your cousin tell you to watch this tape? Right. I mean, if anything, I mean, I guess to save the aunt or to save Asakawa, it would work. But the the dead cousin and the kid were friends. Yeah, like they were really close. Whatever the reason is, it's not clearly... If there is a reason, even. ...laid out, yeah. Just other side from, like, this kid needs to watch this video. And and I would guess that there's not really a reason for it, because it's not in the book like that at all. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just something the filmmakers putting, like, we gotta get this kid to watch this tape. (laughs) Yeah. Just a ghost. The ghost of the the cousin. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, Because we're not cutting out characters, like, Mm -hmm. like Asakawa's wife from the book. There's no husband in the book that would... It's just not very many transferable situations due to the the, mm-hmm. the change of gender of the main characters. There. Right. I wonder why that was even done. I feel like it had to have been, I mean, I don't know, not had to have been done, but I feel like it was probably done to make the character more sympathetic. Because I think if it was just like some dude, some dumb yeah. dude reporter with a wife and kid, you'd be like, eh, yeah, right. I mean... You shouldn't die, but I yeah, don't know that I'm I, I bet you that's why it's like some shitty gender norms where it's like... So if it's like a single mom, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, yeah. she's vulnerable and therefore more compelling. Right, right. Sympathetic figure. Um, yeah, so ghost thing doesn't make a ton of sense necessarily. Uh, the one thing that I... The Ring Virus does this, the other movies don't, is that the original four teenagers who... Uh, cause the virus to break loose. Like, in the book, they watch the tape, and then the very end, it doesn't do this at all in mm-hmm. Ringo, but the very end of the tape, that's like, there's one way you can avoid this curse, and then it just cuts <laughs> to a commercial. And the, the Ringo doesn't do that. Uh, the ring doesn't no. do it either. The, no, it doesn't, there's nothing about how you save yourself. Right, but in the ring virus does, and the book does, and it's yep. like, oh, the tape would have told you how to how to avoid all this, but then the shithead teenagers taped over yeah. the last bit of it, because <laughs> they thought it'd be funny. They just, like, taped over the way to break the curse. And, and, and that's one other thing that's really different from the other versions, I think, is, like, the Korean, and, and the Korean teenagers, like... They pretty much were all like, yeah, whatever, this isn't real. And like, da 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 they go about their lives and they kind of like had forgotten about it. Yeah. When all of a sudden it's like exactly seven days later and then they all die. Yeah. Like, and that's the same, I think, with the book too. And basically they're just like all going about their day. And the American one, it's like the teenagers are like, it's like 
there's suffering from all these symptoms that get worse and worse, which I think is like the only way that that's at all like a virus. You, you've got this symptom that's like worsening, mm-hmm. it's developing over this time frame, like where you start seeing things in real life that had you you saw in the in the video, and like you start like imagining. Well, in in all the movies, shit. they do they have the thing where it's like the the pictures taken on a camera, their faces are yes. all blurred. So I think it does happen to everyone well, to an extent. Well, no, yeah, I mean that that thing happens, but the teenagers don't know about it in all cases. That's true. Because they didn't develop the, the photos. Yeah, okay. In Ringu and in the Ring virus, the photos weren't developed. The reporter finds the yeah, the little slip for the to go pick up the the deliver the developed photos. Right. But yeah, just I think that's really true to life. And like I think that's kind of funnier. Where yeah. where you've got shithead teenagers. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's oh, it's this very, isn't real. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. They wouldn't be like all fretting and whatever. Yeah. And I think I, I liked the Ring Virus probably the second best mm-hmm. of the three of them, uh, just because it is so so close to the book. But also at times, like it being so close to the book, it's it feels a little less compelling as a film. It's like less. It's kind of more rushed. Yeah, that's if, true. When when was the first time you saw Ringu? Long time ago. Yeah, I saw it probably like early two thousands, and I Same. think I watched it off of a postage stamp sized video that I downloaded off of Kazaa or something. And so that is going to reduce the impact of it. But even at the time when I watched it, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is good. But it didn't really blow my mind. Right. For sure. Um, um, had you seen The American The Ring first? Mm-mm. You saw Ringu first? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I saw the... I'm, pr- I'm sure I saw The Ring first. I, I'm pretty sure I saw Ringu second. And of course, like, when I, for, when I saw The Ring, it was... It definitely was creepy at the time, and I still remember the day I went and saw it, like, with my friend, and just, you know, there was this whole thing when we were driving late at night, country roads, and, like, this horse ran up to a fence, like, right as we were driving by, and we're like, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Horses in the ring. Yes. Uh, they, they play pretty pivotal parts, because the Sadako character's mother had, like, a horse ranch or whatever, and yeah. the horses all died, and... And so, The Ring is PG-13, and how the fuck did they make that decision? MPAA, I don't know, they must have been... They must have, like, their palms are greased. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. because there's a pretty gnarly scene very early on where you see, like, the first teenager, like, her fucked up death face. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty traumatizing, and then about halfway through the movie, there's a scene on the ferry where, um... Naomi Watts scares a horse, freaks out the horse so bad that it breaks out of the the little yeah. whatever, horse pen. Yeah, it senses Sadako. Yeah. Um, and jumps off of the ferry and then just gets chopped up by the ferry's motors. And you just see, like, this overhead shot of the ferry with, like, the blood pooling out from underneath it. And just like, ooh, that's pretty traumatic yeah and then shortly after that there's a character that graphically electrocutes himself in a bathtub yep like fuck man this is not pg-13 material (laughs) i was you know 
I'm no expert like the MPAA apparently is yeah. not really because they're a bunch of fucking bozos who get selected for the role pretty much randomly. That's my understanding. Come after us, MPAA. Yeah. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Nothing. Just like uh, super free animals. None of you. <laughs> we're, we're untouchable. Untouchable. We're gods of um, podcasting. All pretty good. Yeah. You know, there's some movies where you rewatch them and your your pulse still quickens and like you still feel some of that dread and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't feel that anymore with the ring. Yeah. The um, horror thread on something awful that I read pretty regularly, they, they're talking about that, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's something that really loses its impact after you know what's what the deal, what is. The deal is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still think The Ring is a good horror movie, even if it I agree. I agree. The same chills and thrills. For sure. As it did on the and initial And it's so viewing. funny now, like, at this point, looking back at, like, the early 2000s style and everything. One of... My favorite memories from The Ring, not from the movie itself, but was, uh, it, this was like, right, or it came out right around the time when I was, I think, just after I left the movie theater, or I might still have been working at the movie theater. And so my friend Andrea went to go see it, and with me, like, I'd, I'd seen it, and then she wanted to see it. I'm like, okay, I'll go see it again. I liked it well enough. And so the very end... There is a great scene at the end of the ring where uh, the the kid Aiden finds out that the Asakawa character let Sadako out of the well, and he's like, "Why did you do that? You weren't supposed to help her." Yeah. And like the, the at that point, everybody in the audience is like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> um, but like right before that, Andrea turned to me and she's like, "The movie's over, right? There's nothing else that's gonna happen, right?" I'm like, "Oh no, you're fine." Don't worry. <laughs> You're through the worst of it. And then, bam. Horrible, evil demon girl coming out of a TV. <laughs> so I don't think she trusted me. Oh. Uh, which which Sadako coming out of the TV did you think was the scariest? Probably the ring. Yeah? Yeah, just because the production values are, mm-hmm. are better. I mean, I think... I, I knew that that was going to happen even when I was watching Ringu for the first mm-hmm. time. So if it had been mm-hmm. a surprise, then probably yeah, Ringu. Yeah, I have. I that's one other thing I liked with Ringu is just like the weird physical movements mm-hmm. of that Sadako. Yeah, coming out yeah. like the jerky, like all off kilter, which makes sense because yeah. she'd been tossed into this well and like was trying to escape. Right. Like, Ugh. But yeah, that that makes sense. That's it's like a little girl, right? Yeah, because in like we discussed in the the last section, which I had not known previously, mm-hmm. but like Sadako is like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, and Samara is like nine. Right. Just like that's one thing that's like so different yeah. from all of the other versions too. Right. Um. So yeah, I I, I think maybe it's for American audiences, like the idea of a little girl being evil, mm-hmm. an evil spirit is just like that's probably just like let's add this shock value of that. Yeah, I feel like evil little kids has been a pretty standard horror trope in, America. in American video, yeah. American horror mm-hmm. for a long time. Even predating this, and yeah, so for that, sure. Oh, obviously predating this, like Village of the Damned. Yeah, Children of the Corn. Yeah, Puppet Master. Um, so 
That was a bad joke. seed. <laughs> the puppet masters were, were puppets. They weren't kids. No, so that, that's kids. why it was a funny joke. They were kids. Oh, it was such a good joke I made just then. <laughs> you just let it go right past without even acknowledging. You know, I need you to acknowledge all my jokes when I make them. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. So you say, you just you point at me and you say, that's a good joke. Good no. job, Andrew. <laughs> With that joke. You made me laugh. <laughs> Inside, not out loud, but I no. was laughing inside. Uh, oh, oh my god, I'm still laughing inside. <laughs> I'm still laughing. Oh. So, okay, we've spent a long time talking about these oh, three movies. Oh, I'm so sorry about no, the editing. it's okay. Uh, it'll be fine. Um, so, the next up, we've got the... This is weird. Okay, so we've got three more movies that we're going we're gonna to watch in a row and come back and talk about. So, there is Rossin, mm-hmm. which is the direct sequel to the book version of the ring and which came out at the same time. Like it was a double feature with Ringu and people did not like it at all as my understanding. Um, so much so that like, despite it being the actual sequel to the ring, they had to come out with Ringu 2. Ringu 2. Uh, a couple of years later to, I guess like appease the audience. Like, no, we need a real sequel, not this, whatever this was, whatever the author intended. No, no, no more, more scary ghosts coming out of TVs, please. Um, so we're watching that, and then we're gonna be watching Ringu 2 as well, and then we're gonna be watching The Ring 2. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen Ringu 2, I think, and it, it, we've both seen that, right? Ringu 2? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I've definitely seen it, but, uh, and we, we, I know that we've seen The Ring 2. Yeah. And that was not good. Right. And so, Ringu 2, I remember maybe not being very good. And Ross and we have heard is not good. Yeah, well, I mean, just the the general based on consensus. I mean, audience opinion at the time. Yeah, and and like Ross and the the book is, I mean, I'm I'm not very far into that yet. I'm mm-hmm. I'm probably about a quarter of the way through, but it, it is pretty different so far mm-hmm. from the original Ring book, and so I can see how. Especially if, with it being like a double feature, if you yeah. come right out of Ringu and they're like, all right, more of that, then you are in a totally different scenario with a different main character and everything. You're not getting the like immediate follow-up to the end of Ringu. I can see how maybe people would be like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind about that. Yeah. So who knows? You will after you, we come back. You will. And we will at that point also. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back in a bit. Alright. Alright. So, we have watched three more Ring movies. Uh, Rossin, the technical sequel to Ringu, based off of the book. Book Spiral. Spiral. Um, and then Ringu 2. Yep. And then The Ring 2. Yeah. Blue. <laughs> um... So I guess we'll start with Rossin because that's... The highlight. <laughs> yeah, the highlight for sure. And I've I read Spiral, so I'm more able to speak to how it... How accurate it is How to accurate the novel. it is, yeah. And so um, Rossin is set pretty much immediately after the end of Ringu, and it is focused on uh, Ando 
this guy who used to be a, a colleague of Ryuji's and when they were in school. So yeah, Ando is a, a coroner and he is tasked with doing the autopsy on Ryuji. And he, yeah, Ando is recently separated from his wife. His son had died in an accident at the beach. And so he's kind of dealing with the trauma of that. And he meets Mai, who is Ryuji's kind of protege slash girlfriend. girlfriend, kind of, from the, the first movie and book. And um, he becomes, in the book, he becomes infatuated with her and is borderline, like he asks her on a date and he's kind of stalking her. Mm-hmm. It's a little creepy because he's older than she is. And in the film, he gets involved with her as well. It's going so well. It's been, oh god, this is going to be tough because it's been like Weeks. at least a week or two, yeah, since we watched <laughs> the movie. So we're like having to refresh uh... our memories from the Wikipedia page. But um, he finds like a note in Ryuji's stomach. During the autopsy. During the autopsy. And it's something that just kind of eats away at him. And, and then he finds out that Ryuji used to be married to Asakawa and that like both Asakawa and her kid... Yuichi, is that? Yuichi, yeah. Um, have died under kind of inexplicable like circumstances. Yeah, they were driving, right? Right. To her parents' house. Like, the, the very end of the first movie. And it seems like it did not go too well. They did not make it. They, well... Right? They made it, but it didn't work. At least in the book, they oh, make it. Oh, that's right. But even though they have Asakawa's parents watch the tape and mm-hmm. the kid dies and his wife um, because again in the book Asakawa is a dude um, right so everybody dies and it's like very hard to understand why that is seeing as how they supposedly have had broken the curse and um, so they're trying to uncover the mystery of like how they died why why they died and then at the same time they find out there's like the the journal in the movie, like Asakawa had a journal that she'd been taking notes on mm-hmm. about Sadako's case, and so he gets a hold of the journal and then he finds out about the tape. This may be in different order. In any case, he learns about the curse, and there's a written copy explaining what happened to Sadako made by Asakawa that exists. He actually does get involved with my remember because yeah, he has he sex does. with her. Yep, they have like, sex. Yeah, and so he has sex with her, and and then she just kind of vanishes, right? Right. Yeah, that's when because then she gives birth to Sadako. Yeah, and Ando wanted Mai to be with him when he dies, but Mai's like, oh, I'm too scared. Yeah, so the problem is that the the movie version of Rossin like deviates from the book version so much. And it's just and it it's dumber in the way that it deviates like the book is excellent i liked it a lot but like the movie version just changes things like it's like in the movie ando watches the tape in its entirety and he's able to view it but like in the the book version he tries to watch the tape but it cuts off almost immediately and it's like that's weird why would that happen why wouldn't sadako want her curse to be continue to be spread so there's this mystery throughout the course of the book of them trying to figure out like why the tape isn't working the way that Asakawa had thought it had and had written it out in his journal. 
explaining what had happened to him. And eventually, in the book, the virus mutating is like an integral part. And, and it's basically that Sadako's ghostly presence kind of realizes that having her curse be spread through the tape is not an efficient way of infecting people. Mm-hmm. Like, should, there, there needs to, you know, because of the, the week-long gap that they have between watching it and... Their demise. The, their demise, or... right. And there being a way out of it, theoretically, too. And so, eventually in the book, you find out that the curse has basically transferred to Asakawa's transcript that he has written, which is being published by his brother, posthumously, under his brother's name, which is, like, also a shit thing to do. Oh, yeah. Um... And so that's how Sadako is kind of furthering her curse. It mutates from being the tape into being this this manuscript for the book that's being published. And it's a much more insidious thing. Like, they, in the book, they talk about how the book is being made into a movie and how, in the book, Mai watches the tape and becomes pregnant and gives birth to Sadako, like, re- rebirths like a, a her into physical. a world. Yeah. yeah, a physical manifestation. Right, not even a manifestation. Well, man- no, yeah, uh, she, uh, she, just, she is, just, like, physically exists again. Right, she's she's reborn into the world, and it happens very quickly, like, over the span of a week. Ando is trying to go on a date with her, and he's like, well, she didn't show up for my date, I wonder why, and then... <laughs> it's because she's heavily pregnant she's, now. She's uh, vanished and is in an air shaft of a building, <laughs> giving birth to Sadako's second coming yeah uh and then dying in this this building's air shaft and so they figure this out they retrieve my's body and and there's just ando piecing this together like what happened to her and realizing that it is related to her watching the tape and he runs into sadako a couple of times in the, in the flesh and is just like infatuated with her and they do it and and stuff God, I'm being so articulate with this. Yeah, so the book basically ends with Ryuji coming back to life the same way that Sadako did, or in a similar fashion. And Sadako bringing Ando's kid back to life as Mm -hmm. well to kind of get Make her own family, kind of? No, it's in the book it's more just like she is doing this as a favor to Ando oh. and to kind of get him to get in on her plan to mm-hmm. spread oh, that's right. the curse that's right. further and yeah. have him be complicit. And um, and so the manuscript is about to be published at the end of the book and the movie is being made as well, and Sadako is playing herself, although none of the people involved with the film know that she's actually Sadako. They're just like, oh, she's perfect for the part for some reason. <laughs> yeah, let's cast her. Let's and, cast her. And Sadako's just like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm putting words into her mouth. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, the book is, like, really interesting, and it does a lot of really interesting stuff that kind of further builds out this mythology and... Um. Yeah, Koji Suzuki gets like really deep into the science, the DNA, mm-hmm. and, and stuff part of, of it as well, and it's really, really well thought out and interestingly presented. And the movie just kind of shits all over it, and yeah. I can understand why it wasn't received very well. And it's mo- a very different story from the first. Yeah, it's very different from the first. Yeah, it, like the the first was a kind of 
sense of ominous doom hanging over everything with the curse bearing down that's not really present in the movie version of Rossin at all. It's just like, oh, this, this is weird. Let me figure out what's going on. And there just isn't any really scary element to it. Right. Yeah, and like in the movie, Ando and Mai have sex and he gets her pregnant after watching the tape. His sperm passes the virus on to her. And that's how she becomes pregnant and gives birth to Sadako in the in the movie version. And it just it just feels so totally different from Ringu, and it's not handled as well as the book version covers the same concepts. Mm-hmm. So it's it's understandable why people didn't go for it and why they had to make Ringu too shortly thereafter. Um I guess we'll just leave it there because yeah. I'm struggling to... That's to, fine. But I, Yeah, I think you kind of gave the gist of, you know, even even though we didn't go so much with the movie version, that, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened in the book kind of happens in the movie, just and, maybe in sort of different ways. Yeah. Uh, like, Ando's kids brought back. Ryuji comes back. And it, it's just... And he's helping Sadako. It just feels goofy. It in, does. In a lot of ways, in the, the way it's presented in the movie. It's yeah. not... Yeah, like I said, not scary really, at, all. at all. Even when Sadako is there, kind of as a supposedly menacing presence, it's just like, mm, no, yeah. I don't really buy it. She's just this, just this lady, not not a scary ghost lady at right. all, and just a woman, just just some lady. So that was the best of the three, yeah, ring sequels that we watched. Ugh. Ugh. So, shall we talk about Ringu 2? Yeah, and I think we're just going to go over... We're going to just go... We're we're going to kind of... Through this, because... Not great movies. No, Ringu 2, it's, again, following up pretty quickly after the events of the first movie, and just Asakawa has gone on the run. They're trying to track her down because, again, like, her dad has died under mysterious circumstances, and Ryuji is dead. So they want to try and see if she knows what's up, at least, or if she's at all involved... And, yeah, and then there's a bunch of kind of interactions tied into the first movie with, like, the friend of Asakawa's niece who had died at the beginning of the first movie. They see her in a mental institution, and she's scared of televisions and and stuff now, and it just is not good. It's just not great. It's, like, a very kind of standard... Not very interesting ghost story. And right. It, it just, like, after watching it, even immediately after watching it, I'm just like, I feel like it just did not even really register at all. And I think, like, I'd yeah. seen it before, and I felt the same way after I watched it the first time, too, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, like, Mai still exists in this version, and she's kind of trying to figure out what happened, too. And so she's sort of investigating on her own. Um, both what happened to Ryuji and then also trying to find Asakawa and Yoichi and what what's happening with them. Um, one thing that's kind of interesting in this version, too, I guess, to call out is, like, when... So, you know, at the, at the end of Ringu, how they find Sadako's corpse in the well. And, um... Anyway, the, what they have in Ringu, too, um is the forensics team um, decides that Sadako may well have been alive for, like, 30 years inside the well, looking at her, at her corpse and whatever. (laughs) So, like, that's kind of interesting, but it's kind of a throwaway thing. And um, she's buried at sea. 
But there's not a lot that there's just not a lot that was very interesting. Yeah. In this. Like Mike can telepathically speak to Yuichi at some point. Yeah. And, and like. <sighs> then they like they're trying at some point to expel Sadako's hatred, like her her deep whatever, like the, that driving hatred that she has into a swimming pool to like somehow neutralize neutralize her or yeah. whatever. It's and like oh god, it's just it's just not a great movie. And, and like at the end of the movie, um, Mai and Yuichi kind of fall into the water, and they they end up inside the well. And Ryuji, his ghost comes back, comes back to help them. And, and like he, yeah, he 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 like ghostly makes this rope appear so they can get out of the well. And I mean, I think just overall, it may be more in line with the spirit of Ringu, but it's just not yeah. interestingly done at all. No. It's, like, for all of the flaws of the film version of Rossin, at least it was kind of swinging for the fences, and this is just like, well, we'll just make a spooky movie and have, have it still be based in the Ringu universe and kind of tie, try to tie things in and, and yeah. follow up on it. It all feels just superfluous. The same, I think, can be said of The Ring 2. Oh, gosh. Which, which it, I think was probably the worst. Yeah, probably the worst. Out of all three. Yeah. Uh, so... Oh my god. Naomi Watts and her creepy son have moved to Astoria, the least creepy city ever. Yeah. So not, not town, a good start. Really. Town, yeah, <laughs> town. Uh, that we go to every year for this fun beer festival. Yeah. So to us, it's like, oh, it's that great, great, sleepy kind of coastal town we go to yeah. and have fun with our friends drinking beer and walking around. Yeah. And uh, no, they, they try, to, try to make it. <laughs> try to make it creepy. Yeah, but, and fail. It's yeah. just not like, you know, that terrifying horror movie, The Goonies? God. <laughs> or Kindergarten Cop. You remember that one? Is that, I guess, yeah. It was that was also a story. Yeah. Huh, yep. Jeez. Okay, so the ring too. God, God oh, help us. Oh fuck. So yeah, like Naomi Watts and her son have relocated to Astoria, and she has found a job working for like the local newspaper, doing these like, let's go cover this farmers market, you know, kind of stories. And she, you know, she really likes that because she just wants to scale back and like just be a mom and enjoy life. But Samara. Decides uh, she's not done with them. Yeah. And so she wants to keep haunting Naomi Watts and Which her son. So dumb. So And, and it's the, so bad. God, and I guess, first of all, like, the, the movie opens up with this dumb fucking scene where this teenager oh, is trying God. to get this girl to watch the tape because he watched the tape and he's cursed now and he's, like, running out of time. And it's like, he's literally, like, going down to the last couple of minutes that he has trying to get her to watch this tape. Like, yeah. really? You had, you had a fucking week and you knew what the rules were. Yes. And and while the girl is in the room with the TV and the tape, she can overhear the dude on the phone with another guy being like, yeah, I've got this stupid girl. She's going to watch it. <laughs> and she's like, wait a second. Yeah. So she doesn't watch it. She right. covers her face. Right. And, and doesn't watch the movie. And she doesn't get cursed when the guy dies. And it's just so dumb. Like, there's horrible CGI where, like, yeah. he's being drawn to the TV, and then the background becomes like the tape, and it's all staticky, and 
Seven is just so, so dumb. There is so much bad CGI in this movie. Yeah. A lot of bad Fuck. CGI. Really bad CGI deer <laughs> that attack the car yeah. at one point. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's just, they got the director of Ringu and, and Ringu 2, Hideo Nakata, to come to America to helm this, and it just is so bad. And I don't blame him, obviously, for taking the opportunity, because, I mean, obviously, right. he's working with a bigger budget. You know, like, the script that's theirs, the script, yeah, it's and not his, whatever, his it's fault. not like... Not Ooh. exactly, but just oh god, it's such a bad movie. Yeah, it's 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 a piece of trash. <laughs> like there's early on, Samara pops out of like a body bag and grabs Naomi Watt by the wrist. She's like, "I found you," and it's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. Like Samara, that's not how Samara works in the first movie. She doesn't have this. Gr- we're not watching The Grudge. We're no. watching The Ring. Yeah. So she's not like dead set on getting Naomi Watt. Whatever. Just by the internal logic of the Ring movies, mm-hmm. there's no reason why she'd be trying to get Naomi Watts. No. Still. Well, just the whole the whole thing about it, like what's so scary about it is like the spirit is supposed to be just like I want to fuck everybody over. I want everybody to feel pain. It's not directed at any person. It's right. just like this yeah. general. I would just want to take everybody and. Put them through misery. Yeah, exactly. And so why all of a sudden this evil spirit would target Naomi Watts and her son, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's not at all in keeping with the the actual story. Yeah. Like, the heart of the story. Um, and, and it's unnecessary. It's just, it's, they do it just to make another movie with Naomi Watts and the kid as the protagonist. Um... Yeah. Oh, God, it's... And from what I remember, when they try to deviate from that with rings, it doesn't go any better, so maybe they just should have fucking... Just stopped. ...left it alone, but that's not how we do things in America. No. Political commentary. (laughs) David Reese's... (laughs) Uh, Bad influence. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, it's not even really worth it's going It's not to really the worth explaining. Don't watch. Just don't watch the it. If you want to read, there's a synopsis online. You can check it out if you're curious. It's just dumb but as it's fuck. It's really bad. It's not worth your time. And speaking of not worth our time, we're going to move on to <laughs> watching Rings, uh, the third American movie. And we really should just record immediately afterwards so we can kind of I have know. it fresh in our minds. I know. Um, so instead of like watching multiple movies from here on out, we're going to be doing one and coming back. So we will be back uh, in a moment with our thoughts on rings. God help us. God help us. So, rings. Yay. <laughs> we saw rings. Again. We, we saw Again. it before. We watched it, like, what, this came out in 2017. Yeah. So we saw it. We didn't see it in the theater. And of course I, not. I, I'm sure, like, I must have waited for it to hit rental prices on video on demand. So it's probably, like, 2018 sometime when we saw it. Maybe. I did not remember fucking anything in the no. last, like, 
two-thirds of the movie. Nope. Uh, I feel like I'm not going to remember anything in the last two-thirds of the movie this time either. In about <laughs> a week's time, I'm going to be yeah. aggressively purging it from my memory. <laughs> it, do- it does not... Uh need any real estate in our memories. It, it is what they refer to in the business of movie reviewing as uh, a dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's got an 8% on the tomato meter, which I think is <laughs> like worse than any of the Saw sequels that we watched. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like Maybe it's just nostalgia. How would you feel this stacks up to any of like, the Saw movies that we watched? Because I feel like it's worse than Many of them. Yeah. I'd say you're probably right. There there might be some that are worse. I mean, just because, but... like, with the, the Saw movies, there's a bunch of terrible, terrible shit in the Saw movies, but at least they had to come up with some, like, inventive death scenario for yeah most of them, at least. Oh, yeah. Well, instead of... Yeah, right. So did you want to talk about how people die in this movie? Is <sighs> that what you're leading to? Well... Well, you know, one of the things that we've talked about, um, just the whole way that Samara emerges always from a screen. Like, yeah. that's the only way she kills people. Right. Doesn't, that doesn't come from the books. No. And every single movie is just like, that's all it is. And, yeah. uh, you know, you made that great statement about it being the law of diminishing returns. Yeah, it's... You know, the first time in the the first Ring movie, whichever one of those that you saw, like, it's very upsetting to see this evil, ghosty girl coming out of a television to kill somebody. I mean, it just happens consistently in the series from there on out, and it's just less and less. I'm just explaining the law of dimensions. (laughs) But it's just so, like, less effective. Each subsequent time that you see it, it's just like, yeah, we know that she comes out of a television. We get it. We've seen it before. We've seen it. We've seen that. And it's not like we don't have to see a death every time necessarily. Especially if it's going to be the same way. Yeah. And every time it's just like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. She came out of a TV. Uh She got him and their face was contorted horribly. Yeah. Okay. Get it. Seen it. Check it off the the ring checklist. Right. So did we want to talk about like... Let's talk about how fucking stupid the introduction was and oh, how. Oh yeah. So the the beginning of the movie is just the scene where it's on a plane and some guy is getting freaked out and he's talking to the girl next to him and he's like, "Oh, oh do you hear about this tape?" That's that's like how like every one of these oh, dumb yeah. movies starts. She's like, out. she's like, "Oh, maybe it'll help you if you talk it, talk about it." Do you hear about the scary tape that kills you? And then. Like, it turns out he's seen the tape and he hasn't passed the curse along to anybody else. So And, and his time is, like, up in minutes Yeah, while and, he's on this plane. Right. And and Samura basically fucking crashes an entire plane to get to this one dude. It's like, no, that's not what she would do. She only yeah. goes after the person that's cursed. Like, it doesn't have the same impact if she's just, like, killing indiscriminately. The whole right. thing is that she's, like, trying to make people suffer through the misery of her being trapped in the well for seven days. Yeah, it's not just, like, let's just kill people. Let's just like, kill them, yeah. Boom, plane crash, they're all dead now. Um, it's just, it's, it's awful. Yeah, it's, it's the whole, because you're right, it's like the suffering is the point. And, like, the inevitability that you're going to die. Yeah. Like, knowing that. 
and you have to suffer through it. People don't just get to the pleasure of a quick death like that. <laughs> and in the, you know, the canon of this franchise. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, there's, there were so many times throughout the movie where I'm like, but that's not how that's supposed to work. Yeah. And, I mean, it's the American remake rules, so they're, I'm sure, trying to make it their own thing, but, like... But then also, it's just, like, all the cliched stereotypes. Yeah. There's... there's Do we we talk about the the college? Yeah, we gotta. We gotta talk about this, because it's so ridiculous and outlandish. There's not anything that remotely resembles... What they tried to pass off as a college and college experience yeah, in well, this movie. And first of all, we should say that the, the movie is focused on the two characters, Julia and Holt, and they're supposed to be like college <laughs> just entering college age, like freshman age basically. Yeah. But they're clearly both in their mid to late twenties. Yeah. And it's just so ridiculous, just that alone. It's like, didn't we stop doing that back in like the sixties? Stop <laughs> pretending that like teenagers Middle-aged. Not middle-aged. Middle-aged? Are we in retirement age Yeah, yeah, basically. But, I mean, like, middle 20s, 30s, people were teenagers. That's that's, uh, what we're going back to. Anyways. Yeah. Not important. But still. Dumb. It's it's just, you can't even suspend disbelief at any point in this movie. There's, There's no... We see Holt going off to college for the first time, and we're like, wow, he looks old to be going off to college for the first time. Is he, like... like maybe he's in grad school. Maybe he's in grad school, but no, he's, like, taking an intro to psych class and stuff like that. No, he's supposed to be 18, even yep. though he's got definitely 27-year-old-ish features. Because the actor was, like, 27-ish years old. Yeah. When this was made. Yeah. So, while this guy Holt is in, like, going about... His college life, his girlfriend's back in their hometown, I guess. Not really, it doesn't really explain, but I guess the assumption is she's in high school still? I don't, I don't know. No, who knows? Who, who knows? We don't even know. It doesn't we matter. Who no cares? Doesn't, no, nobody cares. Um, the movie certainly doesn't care. No. So, all of a sudden, um, Holt kind of disappears on her. Um, and then, in the middle of the night... The girlfriend, Julia, receives this weird Skype uh, call from Holt's account, and it's, like, this girl who's obviously distressed and trying to find Holt, um, worried about him. So the girlfriend goes to his college, <laughs> to his college in the middle of the night, fi- in the middle of the night drives there, um, and finds his class schedule in his dorm room. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the class, and it's... The, the prof- this professor, Julia kind of, like, starts snooping around and she realizes there was this weird key thing. She finds there's a secret floor in this building. Not even the secret floor. It's, like, the seventh floor, right? Right, that's right. It's the seventh floor, but you have to have this special key to open it. <laughs> so she goes in there and is presented with this, like, camera that's filming her. And she keeps going f- further into the building and it's basically like what we describe as a rave lab yeah where it's like this the college professor it's got all these screens set up and there's music blaring yeah, and it's and just it's like all a like, cool time it's and... all like goth rave time yeah. and like they're all 
throwing like black leather <laughs> and lots of eyeliner and it's just the lighting is really dim. You know, like how college labs were in <laughs> college. You surely remember surely like remember. all your labs that yeah. had like black lights and shit. Like, oh god. <laughs> and loud music. Yeah. Lettering. Party music. Yeah. Party music. People are like drinking. <laughs> it's just and so, it's like, outlandish. It's insulting. Yeah, this professor basically is, like, conducting some kind of study. It's never going to pass peer review, first of all. <laughs> like, he's totally violating all the safety rules for participants in academic papers. It's just, like, no no reputable journal is going to be published in that, I tell no. you. Um, it's, like, so they're conducting some kind of study where they're getting undergrads to watch the video to... Essentially... Like, and then, like, finding more people to, to watch the video to keep them alive. Like, what's They're even, called Tales. What are, like, which is such a fucking gross... And it's just, like, not even... The movie just ditches that as quickly yeah. as it can. Instead, just, of, like, instead of, like, delving further into this, like, this whole fucked up situation where this professor, like, stumbles upon the video and then he starts up this whole experiment making all of his undergrads watch it. Yeah, that could have been interesting. That could have been interesting. Like, I, I was saying, like, as we were watching it, like, that could have, like, that almost is something that I could see Koji Suzuki doing. Right. It's, like, the closest thing that, in this movie, that, yeah. that maybe could have happened in one of the, the novels. And it, it's, like, very stupidly done, so it's not anywhere, like, near what I'm sure he would have oh, yeah. come up with himself. But, but it's just, ugh. So they have completely abandoned the most interesting thing it has going for it. Yeah. Which, again, is ridiculous and outlandish, but at least it would have been interesting. Yeah. And instead, it's, like, the whole thing of, like, well, this couple needs to go dive further into Samara's background and try to break the curse in a different way because she's got a different version of the video now that didn't exist. Yeah, it's, like, she watches the video and then... Sorry. No, you're fine. She watches the video and then there's, like, she somehow generates a copy of a video that has a bunch of additional shit that wasn't even in the first video at all somehow. It just yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. No sense. At all. And in the end, guess what? She's she's now a Samara Reborn. Yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah. It's... That's basically all we need to say about the plot. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of tries to get into her birth mother stuff because she was adopted and just... It, yeah. It's, like, so And her birth pointless. father... And dumb, and it's uh huh. Like you just like we don't care. It's just injecting more shit into her backstory that is totally unnecessary. Like, yeah, who, who was saying like, oh, I want to find out more about Samara's backstory. I need to know more about that. Like nobody. Nope. Like that is the least interesting thing. Like you just you know that she's a vengeful ghost spirit. Yeah. Go with that. Don't go with, like, well, why, though? Yeah, well, and the, it isn't even really about her. It's about what happened to her mother. Yeah. Which is even stupider. Because, yes. like, okay, so, yeah, it's shitty that Samara is the result of, like, her mom being chained in the bottom of this church and raped by the priest, and then, like, she gives birth, and, like, during it, she wants to have an abortion, but the priest doesn't let her. And then he's like, in retrospect, I should have. <laughs> okay. It's just... 
It doesn't make it. It just like it, what it doesn't does explain, it? It doesn't add to anything. It doesn't explain anything about why she was able to yeah. have these powers or anything. It's just like oh, she just had a fucked up, fucked up background. Like yeah, we knew that already. We already knew that she had a fucked up background. Like with her adopted family, we knew that her they were fucked up. So it's yeah. like yeah, you didn't need to show us. Like, oh, these guys are even more fucked up though. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's it's fucking terrible. It's so bad. It's, yeah, like I look forward to not remembering yes. what it's about in about a week or so, and then <laughs> like three years later, being like, "Rings, was that any like? It's got an eight percent, but it couldn't have been that bad, could it?" And then we can refer back to our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we have the foresight. All right, I have the foresight to do that. Oh, that's right. That's that's right. Ugh, Ugh. bad, bad yeah. stuff. We had to watch this so that we could watch a, a movie. Like, this was the, the broccoli that we had to eat so we could watch a good movie. So we're going to go watch Poltergeist now, so... Yeah, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Listener, <laughs> making us watch Rings. God. You, why did you do this to us? You, you're responsible. So this is the end of the, the American Ring movies Thank for God. now, thankfully. So now it's all just Japanese sequels from here on out. And I didn't mention this before, but I think the next two movies are both 3D movies. <laughs> so, I remember being so excited for the Saw 3D movie and how dumb that was. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be good. I oh think. boy, so we'll, this is going to be amazing. So we'll be back shortly. I think is the next one. Do we have 3D glasses? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Like, what was the next one? I think it's just Sadako 3D. I think is what it's called. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, Sadako 3D. Oh boy. Uh, oh no. What? Okay, we're not going to get into this because I didn't know these existed until just now. But apparently, there's like two Chinese Sadako. Oh god, movies. no. Nope. No, three. No. No. Oh no, no. Okay, two. Just two. World, what is wrong with us? <laughs> What's there? Why do we have? Why do we do this to ourselves? Fourteen people? fucking and ring movies. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll be back in a moment with our thoughts on Sonico 3D. <laughs> it can't it can't be any worse than Rings. Right? That's what I'm gonna tell myself. <laughs> It's like we're doing the Eric Andre thing where he has the guy that kind of almost <laughs> looks a little bit like him come on and try to repeat everything that he says as he's saying, saying it. What I want to talk, talk about is... <laughs> we're doing better than, than they did. Yeah. Um, okay. So... so. <laughs> Fucking Sonico 3D. A theoretical sequel to Rossin, but... It's it's like they, um... Oh, God. It's like somebody wrote a screenplay for a movie after having the events of The Ring described to them in a bar that was really loud, and they didn't really hear it quite clearly, and so they're like, "Uh, oh, so the ghost comes out of a screen? Okay, got it. No, that's, that's all I need to hear. Done. Yeah.
Okay, so seriously, Sonico 3D. Um, it's not very good. It's not good. It's 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 entertaining. It's entertaining. Yes. However, it, it is uh, by that virtue better than any of the American <laughs> sequels. Any of the American sequels. I want to say any of the other yeah. movies in the series that we've watched so far. Pretty so much the originals. Yep. As well. Just trash the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Done. Done. We don't even have to keep watching these fucking movies. We can just stop right now. Yeah. So just real, real quickly, the plot is dumb. <laughs> the plot is bad. The plot is bad. It's some dude wanted to resurrect Sadako, and so he made a cursed video, and teenagers are all dying to see it. They're, and then a high school teacher. It turns out, um, Akane. Yeah, Akane, she um, can break Sadako's curse. Yeah. And, and, the, and or the dude's curse with her magical voice. Yeah, she's got good screaming, magical screaming powers. Yeah. And, and so, like, some of the students that she's teaching get killed by this new cursed video. Like, the original video does not show up anywhere. Anywhere. In anywhere. It, which I kind of appreciate, because they're just like, yeah, yeah fuck it. You've seen it. Yeah, you know you know what's going on there. So there's this new video that's been created by this artist who's kind of a, sh- a fraud, and he's trying to resurrect Sadako to get his revenge on um, the people that called him out for being a, a sham. So he just basically wants to get revenge on the entire world. Yeah, and he's sacrificing women and throwing them down the well that Sadako was thrown in to try to help resurrect her. Mm-hmm. It's all totally fucking ridiculous. There's like a police detective that's trying to find out why all these people. So everybody that dies from this new cursed video commits suicide. Yeah, is what it seems like. And so there's detectives trying to figure out like why all these people are committing suicide and at, at the same time. <clears throat> at the same time, and it's so dumb. It's it, really it's, bad. It's yeah. Like I would not necessarily recommend watching it, except. For, okay, so... Okay, so let's talk about Sonico in this movie, guys. Uh, she, okay, so the movie is 3D, first of all, so she reaches out of uh, screens a lot towards the camera. Her hair shoots out a lot. Yeah, so it's got a bunch of the stuff, like, there's, like, a lot of bad CGI glass shattering and falling towards the screen and things like that, so that, like that's good. Like, mods flying at the screen. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that I hoped would be in Saw 3D, but wasn't. Right. And, um, so that... That's uh, dumb in an entertaining 3D, stupid kind of way. But the best thing is that at the very end of the movie, Akane, her boyfriend gets kidnapped by Sadako. He gets sucked into a screen. Not important. Uh, and so Akane finds the well that Sadako was dumped in. And by the way, the like resort that... There's no cabins. There's, there's no cabins. There's no resort that it was built uh, under or just, that was built on just top of it. a well in the woods. Yeah, and so it's like, well, okay, that doesn't make sense, but fine. Um, so she goes to the well, and what comes out of the well? But a bunch of like spider kind of spider zombies, yeah, mantis, weird crab walky spider jumpy. monster ghosty bug sodicos that just like chomp on you. Yeah. Eat you? Like long-legged, creepy Sonico bug monsters that are hissing and growling like zombies and chasing after people, and it's just so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and like, she doesn't have human skin, she's got like, some weird textured, like, all-wrinkled, kind of ashen 
Yeah. Like, totally decrepit look. Yeah. When you can see her face peeking out from her hair. It's so dumb. It's, like, admirable how stupid it is, to an extent. It's just like, well, people are tired of seeing her come out of a screen, so I guess we just gotta make her into a bug monster now? Is that the logical She's progression? She's like a zombie bug monster? Yeah, alright, that's and, fine. And also... Multiple zombie bug monsters. Many Sadikos. Yes. There are so many Sadikos. It's like... It almost is like alien-esque the way that the Sadako zombie bug monsters hiss and what were they doing? The CGI is all very bad. Oh, very, very bad. With this too. Yeah. And there's occasionally like a Sadako bug monster scuttling in front of the screen in the foreground. Um, It's just fucking ridiculous. And we were laughing incredulously so much (laughs) throughout it. Like, it's not what they were going for, I'm sure. Not at all. But it was just... So utterly ridiculous. It's it's uh, something. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking for a quote unquote ring movie that's not really a ring movie and uh, takes the barest uh, visual premise. Yeah. Uh, like the barest hint of the original premise, like in terms of the visuals and, and then just runs with it in a different direction. Well, this might be the movie for you. <laughs> yeah. Do you like bad CGI? How about uh, uh, bad 3D? <laughs> Do you like uh, credits Jump. with two like mid-credits sequences like it's a fucking Marvel movie? Because that's what this movie has. Anyway, yeah, Sadako 3D. Uh, not really recommended, but it's... But we recommend it over almost all the other Ring movies. Yeah, it, it, it definitely has th- some dumb things going for it. And the fact that it's not going back into Sadako's origins and trying to... Let's really talk about her parents. Yeah. And, and what was up with them. Her, you know, and then one time, her aunt... Like, kind of yelled at her a little bit, and that was really what pushed things over the edge. That was what made her really hate everybody. Yeah. Wasn't being murdered and dumped down a well. It was her aunt's fault. So, yeah, just the fact that they went for something totally fucking ridiculous, I I can appreciate that compared to, like, what the American sequels tried to do. I mean, mean, like, let's, let's not have any pretenses about what we're here for with this movie. Yeah. Come on. Like, if they'd gone back to how she died again, I would have been so pissed. It's like how all of the Spider-Man movies have to show his uncle getting murdered. Oh, yeah. How many times does Uncle Ben need to get murdered on screen before we we know why Spider-Man's Spider-Man? Yeah, exactly. Or Batman's parents. Did you know why Bruce Wayne became Batman, though? Because, see, there's a very... Sad story that not many people know about. I will say, I'm interested in seeing where uh, Sadako 3D 2 goes. <laughs> because, like, if this is how ridiculous they went with the the first one, then just, like... Oh, they gotta take it to new heights. I, I really hope they do. And we will find out in a moment. Yeah. Sadako 3D2! What a pile of boo! How? It wasn't good, but it was still better than the American sequels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's such a low bar to clear. It is the lowest bar any of these Ring movies have to clear. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, first of all, I didn't realize that Sonico 3D 1, mm-hmm. as it's known, is, <laughs> was uh, based on the most recent Ring book that Koji Suzuki wrote. I didn't realize that until I was looking at the Wikipedia entry. So all that talk I think we did in the previous section about it's so great when they just like completely get rid of the, all the trappings of whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, neither of us have read that book yet. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no way that we would have known. But it just seems so ridiculously out of step with everything else that has... Is Do we have it on good authority that Sadako 3D was fairly true to that book? I don't think that it's going to be any more true okay. to the book than any of the other movies have been necessarily. So, sure. like, if... If there is uh, the ridiculousness of Sadako 3D, like, if that's present in the ending of the book, S, the newest book, that we uh, mentioned in the previous segment, just all the ridiculous shit, like, if that happens in this book, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck were you... (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I can't imagine that it's... I can't either, just based off of the others. Yeah, um... But we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I'm partway through the third book. Tara's partway through the second book. Like half, about halfway through the second. So yep. we'll, we'll get there soon enough and see if it is as ridiculous as Sonico 3D was. That's beside the point. Uh, what well, we're here to talk about is Sonico 3D too. Yeah, which... I feel <laughs> like was a letdown after Sonico 3D. Personally, I was fairly bored. Yeah, I think there's no need for it to be a 3D movie. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, not that the first one had to be 3D either, but like there was really nothing that really seemed to take advantage of the 3D stuff, except for maybe a couple of shots, as opposed to the first one when there was hands coming out of screens all over the place trying yeah. to grab people. Um, It was... So this one was more grounded, I felt, in, like, there wasn't as much ridiculous stuff, blatantly ridiculous. For sure, for sure, I agree. And so, yeah, I can see it being inferior. Well, it it just depends on what you're expecting, partly, right? So, I, I guess tonally I didn't expect it to be quite like this when you... You know, I'm thinking of it separate from all the other Ring movies, right? I'm, I'm really thinking of... I was really expecting it to be somewhat more in tone with Sadako 3D. Mm-hmm. So... So, I guess we should talk about the plot briefly. Um, it picks up five years after the first Sadako 3D. And... Um, Akane is dead, we believe, for much of the movie. Takenori is raising their daughter along with the help of his sister, and the the daughter, whose name is Nagi, is five years old, and she's in preschool, I guess, whatever the equivalent of preschool would be for Japan, and she's being picked on by kids, and she's drawing creepy pictures, and... There's these mysterious deaths surrounding Nagi. One of the kids that picks on her... Um, shortly after making fun of her, like, oh, it's because your mom's dead. Um, 
ends up dead in a river herself. So, you know, these things are happening and... and um, hey, fuck around and find out, as they say. Right, right. As uh, the biblical phrase. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we all know that one. Yes. Um, so, Takanori's sister, Nagi's aunt, Fuko, is sort of playing, a, I guess, the primary role in as a caregiver to Nagi. And she's starting to get increasingly suspicious of Nagi and her behavior. Um, and, you know, if she's causing these deaths to occur. Yeah, and so Takanori, who is Ando's son, I didn't realize that. Like, I, yeah. I kind of blame that on whoever did the subtitles for Sadako 3D. They didn't really draw attention to, to that, aside from them sharing a first name. Yeah, you didn't realize it was Takanori. No, I wouldn't realize. I didn't realize that was yeah. that Takanori. Because uh, they don't really do anything with that in Sadako 3D. Like, no, it's not... they don't referenced really at all like oh yeah my yeah. dad blah 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 i had died and was brought back to life <laughs> yeah, by sadako right. like, you'd think there'd be something right you know my, you know, trivial details no, yeah <laughs> i'm just like oh this is just some dude basically <laughs> right for, uh, throughout sadako 3d i'm like oh <laughs> no he's actually a pretty important character uh to the to the rossin version of the ring events but um yeah takanori is like Kind of detached from the whole situation. Yeah. And there's all these deaths that surround Nagi, suspicious deaths, like weird claw, burnt claw marks on people's arms that keep showing up. And and Fuko is getting these weird visions, and she's taking Nagi to a psychiatrist and trying to figure out what's going on, and they're thinking that it's related to the grief over having lost her mother. And then Fuko finds a note from the creepy artist dude from the first Sadako 3D that was addressed to Takanori and the notes like, Hey, how's Nagi doing? How's, how's it going with Nagi? What's yeah. uh, what's she up to? How's she doing? I, I, I want to hear about Nagi. Yeah. And uh, so Fuko finds these like locked up in a cupboard and realizes like, Oh, this is that weirdo that was arrested and is apparently on death row. And so she goes to visit him in prison, and he already knows who she is, and he drops the bomb that Nagi is actually Sadako's child, and he tells her that she either has to kill Nagi or be killed by Nagi. And that's that's that. That's the... That's the end game here. Yep. So Fugo takes Nagi to, like, a suspension bridge out of yeah. nowhere. She's like, let's go, uh, let's go to walk uh, here. We're gonna go to the suspension bridge, and... And Nothing's she's, gonna happen here. Yeah, no, we're just going on a walk. And she goes to start to throw Nagi off the bridge, is about to, to throw her over, and Nagi wakes up and is like, What? You don't like me? Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you like me? I'm, I'm mocking a child who's about to be murdered by her aunt. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Fuku has a change of heart and wants to help Nagi, and she talks to Takanori, and Takanori's like, oh, I gotta tell you something, Connie's not dead. And he takes Fuku down into this bunker, underground bunker, that's down this long spiral staircase. Yeah. And leads Fuku to this chamber where Akane is, like, on life support in a coma, I guess. 
train, and apparently she's still battling Sadako from her comatose state. And Takenori is like, you can't let Nagi see Akane, because uh, then Sadako is going to come back. And it's like, how do you know that, first of right. all? That seems like speculation on your part. Yeah, a lot Uh, of speculation. But then this cop that's investigating the deaths tracks down Takenori and beats him up. And it's while, like, I don't even know why Nagi is there. It's it's not... It's so confusing, like... Yes, this is part of why I was not thrilled with the movie. Yeah, and so he's... Takenori is getting beaten up by this cop who's been investigating this and he's upset because he thinks that Nagi is the reason why his wife had been killed at the start of the movie. His wife committed suicide. This is all just like, who cares? But yeah. uh, he beats up Takenori and then Nagi runs off and she f- runs into Fuko. And Fuko, for some reason, is like, well, let's go see your mom. Yeah, like, right? Well, I mean, Why? you don't know that Takenori is right, that Sadako is going to come back if she, if Nagi sees Akane. But, like, you Why don't would know you run that, that risk? Right, you don't know it's not true either. Yeah. I mean, but no, she just takes Nagi down into the chamber and shows Nagi her mother's comatose body. And then the cop apparently has followed them down unnoticed into the the chamber as well, and he shoots Akane and kills her. And uh, then he gets killed by Sadako's spirit, presumably. It's not very clear. Uh, As he's trying to kill Nagi, he shoots himself in the head instead because he's stopped by Sadako's spirit, probably. And then there's a sea of blood and Sadako is trying to take Nagi with her but Fuko saves her at the last minute and yeah it's all just like a bunch of who cares it's just yeah. like she saves Nagi and they're living happily supposedly yeah. but then there's a scene as the uh, creepy artist is being led to his execution where he's like oh the bloom of evil is growing referring to nagi and then there's just like a scene of her looking at her phone and like multiple shots of her looking at her phone all kind of spliced together into a grid like all these kind of supposedly supposed to be ominous seeming shots of nagi playing with the (laughs) phone but it's like i mean what are you even getting at here like is she evil or isn't she yeah, Just exactly. muddled. It's totally muddled, and I couldn't care less. Yeah, no reason for it to be made. I, I don't think... I was looking at the Wikipedia page for it as we were watching, trying to make sense of it, and it doesn't seem like it's tied into the book at all, as near as I can tell, although we'll, yeah. we'll find that out eventually. But, like, yeah, it's... It, it didn't have anything worth... Wow, really? Yeah, I mean, they they were going for a more subdued thing than Sadako 3D, which I can kind of appreciate, but like the parts of Sadako 3D that worked best were the totally ridiculous things. Exactly. And if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have found it found Sadako 3D as fun to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, this was not... And this just wasn't fun. Right. So, there you have it. There you have it. Sadako 3D2. Meh. Yeah, you can, you can pass. You can definitely pass. Um, so now we are, we're at a crossroads here. We've got two movies left. We've got Sadako, the movie that came out last year, which mm-hmm. follows the Ring 2 timeline, apparently. <laughs> and then we've also got Sadako versus Kayako, which doesn't... I don't, like, know what timeline that's supposed to follow, so... None. None. Yeah, it's, like, is that even canon? No, I can't Probably, imagine. Can't, I can't imagine it is either. So I think we should save that one for last, is my... I think so. Because we've, we've seen it, and we know that it's yep. entertaining, at least. Yep. If uh, not integral to the, the Ring <laughs> franchise. Right. So I guess we're watching... Sadako, regular Sadako, non-3D. Regular old Sadako. Like, I'm, I, I'm worried about this. <laughs> Just the, you, Now you're worried? I mean, now the, fa- you're worried. the fact that it's called Sadako, it just makes me worry that they're going to go down like a... A, a backstory. A, a rings, yeah-esque yeah. thing. So, we'll find out. And you will find out in a we... moment when we come back. <laughs> oh, best sequel yet, I would say. I say best. I meant middlingest. Sadako the movie. That's being generous. Uh, boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Sadako. A bit of a mess. Sadako parentheses 2019. Not to be confused with Sadako 3D or Sadako or- 3D 2. <laughs> Ooh. Or Sadako's. <laughs> <laughs> Sadako and the Sadakets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, not good. Not great. I mean, it was directed by Hideo Nakata. Uh-huh. It looked fine. It was a nice enough looking film. Oh, yeah. Considered. No, For sure. No faults there. Yeah. No real obvious CGI bullcrap like in The Ring 2. Right. Yeah. Oh, like the, the, the deer, deer scene in the ring too. Ugh, Ugh, that was real the bad. The infamous deer scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but totally unnecessary. Just nonsensical. It kind of tried to delve even deeper into her. No, it didn't. I don't feel like it did. A little bit. Like it. it she was killed by her father, but before then, her mother tried to kill her. Yeah. But it barely, I don't know. I mean, and yeah, it's not really, it wasn't, that wasn't the focus of the movie, of course, but it, it was an aspect. Yeah, it was an aspect, but it, I was like, compared to Rings or whatever, where yeah, they're yeah, going yeah. full. It's just like, full on. Horseshit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so real briefly, what was even her name? Mayu. Mayu, yeah, okay. The movie's about Mayu and her brother... Kazuma. Kazuma. <laughs> we finished watching it. Kazuma. We finished watching it three minutes ago, and I'm already <laughs> purging it from my memory. Uh, yeah, Mayu and Kazuma, this brother and sister. Mayu is a doctor, kind of, who I guess has just finished her training or something, it seems like. She's, she's new to a practice, and... It's like a hospital. Yeah. A whole full-on hospital. Yeah. But yeah, there's like obviously the section that she works in. And her brother is... 
a YouTuber. Uh, an aspiring YouTuber. A, a f- kind of flailing, fledgling YouTuber. And his views are going down. Oh. Oh, his last video only got 8,000 views. We would kill for 8,000 views, you son of a bitch. You don't even know what you have. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so his, his YouTube channel is uh, on the rocks. And so he decides to go investigate a haunted house apartment house apartment apartment as uh, we like to say in the biz uh, uh, that was uh burnt up when this lady set fire to it and the lady thought that her daughter was the reincarnation of sadako and that's why she had set fire to it she was a psychic and just a whole bunch of dumb dumb shit yeah doesn't like, even merit the doctor that my so doctor Mayu works in this hospital, right? And there's a woman who's a patient there who kind of really wants to be friends with the doctor. And then late in the film, there's this whole kind of interaction where it seems that the woman is pissed at the doctor for blowing her off for a dinner date. <laughs> and um, so anyway, it turns out that this woman was the friend who saw the very first person die in Ringu. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That's, that's the big, uh, kind of the main tie-in to yeah. the, the Ring universe. Uh, it's and, just... and it brings back Sadako coming out of the TV. Once. Once. Um, and then at the end, it does the whole, like, Hey, look. Look at me. Here's my eyeball. You're yeah. dead. Yeah. The... the grainy black and white shot of somebody's close-up terrified eye and then fade to white just like the original yeah deaths in ringu and the end the end like I don't, I mean, really don't even worry don't even worry about it don't guys even. don't worry about the plot it's fucking dumb it i mean i will say some of the visuals were more impactful in this than most of the other ring movies we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. At least in parts. Like, visually, it had the most going for it out of a lot of the films. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, they said it was a good-looking film. Yeah. Before, but, I mean, plot But there was, like, yeah, I mean, there were some creepy scenes of, like, um... You know, being in the in in this water in this cave, and like all the boys like clamoring for her, and yeah, but it just it is barely ring. Like you, yeah, could have cut a couple of scenes out of it, and it would not have been a ring movie, and, and nobody would have absolutely, yeah, just totally kind of generic haunting slash curse. Yeah, and th- I think that was kind of the problem that I had with Ringu too, as well, is that it just mm-hmm. was moving more in a. And this movie is kind of like the continuation of the Ringu universe, not following the Rasen timeline like the Sadako 3D movies had been. And the Ringu 2 really felt like it was moving, swiftly moving into generic ghost territory. Yeah, for sure. And this just is nothing to dispel that feeling. Absolutely. I mean, the thing that is so fascinating and unique with the Ring series, the the novels, is the whole scientific nature of it and, like, just... The whole genetic mutations and 
and creating this whole new species and like Koji Suzuki bails on the tape thing almost immediately. Like yeah. the video, like after the like, first boom. like that's that's it's like nope, can't keep going. This there's, there's there's only so much you can get out of that. So let's move on. And and and, and, it, and it is explained brilliantly in that like uh, your your growth factor for your virus. You want it. You want to grow and infect as many people as possible as quickly as possible. And just that whole videotape method is not the most effective way to do that. Right. Especially because it is so easy for it to just reach a dead end very quickly. Yeah, exactly. And, but no, just every, every movie has to have like, oh, now she's coming out of a TV again. It's going to be scary this time. You guys. Scary ghost lady. She's going to curse you. It's just, you know, a case of them. Dare I say it? Going back to the well <laughs> too many times. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, oh you wit! Fucking uh, seriously though, you missed it because you you stepped away as the credits were wrapping up. But at the end of the credits, they showed the well again and the oh. creepy music. I'm like, motherfuckers! You give me a break. Ay ay ay! I mean, we we talked a little bit earlier about the law of diminishing returns, but man, it is well, well past that at this point. And I think, like, I mean, I I hate to be like, I hope this is the last Ring movie they make, but man, I hope this is the last Ring movie they make, because there is... By they, we mean everybody in the entire world. Yeah. Everybody, we're done. We're done. Yeah, yeah, fucking milked it, milked that cow dry. Yeah. That's gross. (laughs) <laughs> some shriveled tiny cow <laughs> looking real sad and also pissed off at the same time uh they gotta they gotta stop uh, please. please please stop. please stop i mean just everybody just freaking read the books yeah read just the, read the books read the books and then also i think the only thing that i can see this going forward during like video visual media franchise going forward as be if they did like a bunch of shorts like tv episodes or like short movies or something you cannot get away with like making full-length ring movies anymore no it's just they're because like even for the first like half hour of this i was like oh this this might be okay this might be all right yeah and then it just nope greg drags on and is agonizing like i was seriously squirming i'm just like when is this gonna be over yeah it just was unfun yeah i mean like the whole youtuber aspect that was just so cringe inducing yeah in a lot of ways yeah stylistically just uh like just how desperate he is for for viewers and like i'm just gonna go to these links because i want viewers yeah, it's... Oh, oh, I remembered something I wanted to talk about visually. Like, okay. the one thing that I was, I would say, like, detracts from its visual qualities. The the interspersed curse images into his videos. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an overlay of his his face with, like, an underwater shot of, like, skulls. Ooh, oh, I'm getting scared just hearing you describe it again. <laughs> like, that is, like, supposed to be this big, scary yeah. visual. Like, his sister recoils when she sees it. I'm like, that's not 
not that scary, not actually. Not that scary. It really is not that scary. And it's brought up several times. Yeah. It's, so. it's less scary than the Slimby picture, I would say. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? That's the scariest it's, picture. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's the scariest world. picture in the world. By, so by default, it has to be less scary than that. So. Uh, yeah, everything is less scary. <laughs> wow. Uh, You're showing yourself for a fool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the picture. The bear. The bear with the, the skeleton. skeleton. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, no. Are we trying to develop a ranking? No. Yeah, I think it'd be too exhausting. It'd be, yeah. Because there'd be so many things where it's like, I can barely care to think about this critically enough at this point. Yeah. To go through the minutia of, like, how can I eat, like, determine which one is just, like, a tiny bit better than the other one yeah i would say like out of all of the sequels uh the sadako 3d movies have been the best so far and that's not saying much yeah especially the first sadako 3d yeah the first sadako 3d because it's just like goofy it's just goofy um but yeah it's like a, a thin but the thinnest margins yeah, just bend the rest of them. <sighs> okay, so hopefully we, we got the one last movie. We're yeah, almost done. Almost done. Psycho you know, versus Kayako. What's sad to think about is, like, they could have made one decent sequel. With If you combine all of the sequels, they yes. made one decent sequel. Yes, There's that's what one... I'm saying. They could have, like, just taken all these stupid movies and, like, taken a tiny piece of each one that's like, okay, this is interesting or worthwhile in some aspect and then forming a good movie out of it oh it's just so annoying it's yeah i mean we're almost done the light at the end of the tunnel and so the last movie is sadako versus kayako which we've seen which we've seen and i have generally positive feelings about generally very positive we'll we'll see like i remember we I remember I, it fondly. I, I remember it finally, not fondly, but I remember like, yeah, this was fine. This was better than <laughs> it should have been. That's exactly what I meant by fondly. Um, better than it could have been. Yep. Better than it should have been by all rights. Yeah. So, going to go on out on about as high note as we possibly can go out on, I think. Yeah. And so, we'll, we'll be, back be back with our final thoughts after this. Okay. God, can you hear the exhaustion in our voices? We did it. We did it. We watched all 12. Well, except for the Chinese ones. And except for the TV shows. Except for the TV show. Well, multiple shows yeah apparently hmm. good god there well f- there was like a made for tv ring right movie like, yeah that was like the first and then there was like a series and then like the sequel ser- up to the first season was called rawson blah 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 something or other yeah and i think i remember one of the tv versions was kind of soft cory probably uh, so that's weird 
hey, you know, the ring is a great story, but you know what it needs is some some boobs in it. Some yeah, there should be some boobs. Um, that really is gonna take it over the over the edge, next level scariness. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Sadako versus Kaiko. We just finished watching it. It's fucking excellent. It is so good. It is so good. I'm very glad that we watched that as the the parting shot. Yep. Uh, Agreed. To, to end this episode on. Because if we had ended it with, with the 2019 Sadako, I'd be like, ugh. That would this, be such a letdown. This, this was a mistake. <laughs> I guess briefly, the movie is about these... I could sum it up in like one sentence. Oh, okay. Do you want me to yeah. give it a try? Yeah. Two girls haunted by rival ghosts meet up with a psychic who decides that they should receive each other's curses so the ghosts will duke it out and destroy each other, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Sums it up pretty well. I meant it to be more fun than it- Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> I meant that to be way more fun than it came out. <laughs> I think you could try to- Condense any movie down to just one sentence. It does kind of, you have to kind of be pretty sparing. <laughs> of course. With descriptiveness. Of course. But uh, I, I just, I think I was prouder of myself for having achieved it. Yeah. Than um, could be conveyed. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Well done. Accolades, please. Yes. Get a trophy printed up for you, like, like we did. Yep. For Lightstream. Trophies are things that you print. Yep, you print them up. Look, yeah. Uh, you could 3D print a trophy. You could, but I know that's not what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Both the times yeah. you referred to printing trophies. <laughs> I don't know how trophies work. I've never received a trophy <laughs> in my life. But, um, <laughs> trophy this, trophy that. It's all just a bunch of big tog on my part. I'm Take exposed. that, you, you idiot right-wingers who think that millennials suck because we were all given participation trophies. I did actually get participation trophies for when I was on the basketball, boys and girls club basketball teams. Wow. So, I sure as shit wasn't a good player, I'll tell you that much. Dang. But I still got trophies. Uh, and you look at me now. It. You <laughs> yourself admitted yourself that you suck. <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> uh, but what doesn't suck is... Sadako versus Kayako. Nope. It is everything, pretty much, pretty much everything you would want it to be. Maybe I'd like it to be 10 minutes shorter. Yes. A little, a little snappier. Yeah. A little bit snappier, please. Uh, I, f I feel like once you get past the fourth movie, third or fourth movie in a franchise, you really you gotta keep it down to like under 90 minutes, oh, ideally. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Uh, like with the Saw movies, like the oh. fifth and sixth installments for like two hours plus yeah, long i feel like and they just trudge along if not longer so i feel like some ways we're still watching still watching them but yeah despite it being maybe a little longer than i would have ideally liked it was still very very good very entertaining and i think it's largely because it just plays fast and loose with the the ring rules it's i guess firstly it's like largely a ring movie yes for sure there's way more sadako in this movie than there is kayako yeah and toshio yeah there's more toshio in this movie than, than, than kayako. kayako yeah it should have been like sadako sometimes toshio and then a special guest appearance by kayako <laughs> yeah i think the first thing that i like about it that it does is that it it really does not show you the tape hardly at all hardly yeah um, it's different 
And it's different, yeah. And so it's definitely, this is non-canonical, clearly. Um, sadly, I wish it was canonical. Oh, Andrew is all about the canon. <laughs> yeah, I, canon this, canon that. Yep. My... I keep telling him to can it. <laughs> if we were on the Apollo stage, they'd be getting the hook at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, they don't show you the tape. They change it up so that it, instead of it being seven days, it's two days before you get got by Sadako. Because we don't want to be watching these fools like mope around for a whole freaking week. Yeah. Come on. It just, it, it amps the urgency up pretty yeah. considerably. And then something that I don't think any of the other movies really did to any big degree, but like immediately when they realize they watched the cursed video, the two school girls go and seek out like supernatural experts to help them try to break the, the curse. Yeah. Like, uh, and I don't think any, really any of the other movies none of, did that, that. I can think of. They just all try to figure it out on their own, but no, like that's the smart thing to do. It is. Well, if you think about it, all the other ones, it was like, I'm a doctor and I'm a journalist. We can figure this out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, sure, you have a lot of the skills needed. But also, if, you, if you're if you even suspecting strongly that there is some sort of supernatural element at hand, wouldn't you seek out... Like a spiritual... Yeah. Yeah, you'd, you'd think. But they don't, none of them did, except them for did. these two. And well, still did not end up very well for them. But it was at least the right path to go down. Right. Even if it ended up in total disaster. Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with two super powerful spirits, yeah. so it was a long shot, I yeah. think. But oh, it's, you know, that's probably my favorite part. I guess, like, the first sort of half-ish of the movie is kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really trying to get to the bit where you start having the exorcisms. Right. And... And that's where the movie really picks up. Yeah, definitely. Um, and where it really becomes fun. That whole scene where it's the first psychic that, that the schoolgirls... One of the two schoolgirls is getting an exorcism. <laughs> that goes very, very wrongly. And Sadako bashes together two people. Basically, like, they're a college professor and the psychic... And the college professor's head gets, like, stretched Pancakes. out. It's totally pancaked. Yeah. It's so hilarious. It's just ridiculous. Like it, it's... But it's, like, so fast that you, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they really do that? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it definitely... There, there's a lot of goofy stuff in it, and I think that's also why I liked it as much as I did. Because, like, yeah. all the other movies... Like, the first few movies, fine, take it seriously, but, like... Again, once you get a certain point down the sequel road, you gotta lighten it up a little bit, I feel yeah. like. You're not gonna have the same impact um, as you did the first time around, for yeah. sure, because there's you've lost a lot of the novelty. Like, there's very right. little new scares that you can incorporate into the story before it just, like, starts fizzling out. Yeah. In terms of, as Andrew says, the uh, Law of Diminishing Returns. What I was thinking was that, just going back to Sadako from last the last bit of the episode, like it, when the TV flickers to life in the hospital scene and it shows the well, and you're like, oh, fucking come on, not yeah. this again. So it's just, 
after a certain point, it's just like, ho-hum. Yep, yeah. I know what's happening here. And I think that's why having the tape be different in this one works, too. It's like, oh, Sadako's not climbing out of a well right. this time. Yeah. A well does factor into the movie, but only towards the very end. And it is not the same. Yeah. And I think the guy who comes up with the plan to have Sadako fight Kayako to try to beat both curses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a ridiculous character. It's a total oh, anime character. Yes. Like, he's just a weird goofball. It kind of reminded me of, like, L from Death Note, the, the weird yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, Just, like, so over-the-top ridiculous. And then he has, like, a, a... A little girl sidekick. Yeah, who wears, like, <laughs> dark sunglasses. She's very serious and, yeah. like, stoic. Yeah, it's just... Totally, totally ridiculous, and uh, it's perfect. It's probably the best Ring sequel, Oh, I think. Uh, yes. I mean, in terms of the movies, by far, the best Ring sequel, so... Absolutely. um, It's on Shudder. If you have Shudder, definitely something you should check out if you like the the franchise, or at least the theory of the franchise. (laughs) If you enjoy the theory of the franchise. Yeah. If you oh, the theory of the franchise, that's like one of the most pretentious sounding. Like... I take a sip of my tea here. So the theory of the franchise. <laughs> no, I was just thinking like if that was like a band name or something. <laughs> oh my god, you would just want to. Sh- you would totally want to eat them into the sun. It'd be some like math rock band. Oh Not god, even math rock. god no! They kind of aspire to to being math rock. Yeah. It's like a bad math rock band. Oh, yeah. Um, but just, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> is there any long-running horror franchise that is not just dog shit? shit? Bed. Yeah. There's, there's not a single one where it doesn't take some serious quality dips. Yeah. There's not a single one. Yeah, I think if you get to, like, three movies in a franchise and have it still be good. You're doing real good for horror movies. And you should stop there. And stop there, yeah. You do your first one, and people love it. That's a gift. Sure, you... Okay, you want to capitalize on it, you make a second one. Okay. Try to put some twist on it to make it fresh. And then the third one, you should do the Sadako Kayako route. Yeah. It, it's just... If you have a successful horror movie, it's successful a lot of the time because you are concealing what the monster is. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, you have to reveal it to an extent. And then once the cat's out of the bag, then any sequel you make is just going to be like, yeah, we know what this is now. Right. So. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a, a lot of it is about that whole tension of not knowing what's going on or what i don't know if the best strategy for a sequel is like try to flip it on its head but i think so yeah or just and you can't do that more than once all right so i think we better wrap we better wrap this up so yeah that's it for this episode thanks for hanging in there listening to us talk about all these ring movies of dubious largely of dubious quality hope you got something out of it i guess yeah yeah Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Keep listening. Fuck you. As the old joke goes. Yes. Um, That old chestnut. That old chestnut. So we uh, will start getting back to regular episodes shortly. I think I was hoping to be able to start getting them out like towards the beginning of 
December, but now I'm like, we just watched 27 movies to make two episodes oh, of this that were not considerably longer than a regular episode yeah. would have been. So it's probably going to be closer to the, maybe the end of December before the next yeah. batch of episodes starts to come out. But uh, yeah, we will talk to you all then. Yeah, have a, a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. And Quarantine times. <laughs> also, uh, if you're the super furry animals, please don't sue us. Please don't. Bye bye. We love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.